What's going on? It is Talking Baseball. We have another episode here with Trevor Plouffe, Jake, and myself, and we're going to be talking about spring training. Let's do it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Talking Baseball. My name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from the Bronx, New York. I've got my co-host and best friend, Jake Story Alley. His ancestors used to tell stories in alleys. He's in Denver, Colorado. And also with us is Trevor Plouffe. If you're watching the YouTube video or the live stream, appreciate you patrons who are watching the live stream. You'll notice that Trevor Ploof isn't currently on screen. He finally got his camera, his mic, and his yeah. video to work perfectly, but he had the roofers banging on his roof. Now he's back. Hello. Is, uh, he's ready. Saw, dude. This is this is podcasting 101, the perils of podcasting, Jim. I just I just had flashbacks. Remember my window cleaner times? I mean, oh, those yeah, with, were. Am I on? Those those were insane. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, Trevor. Trevor has joined us. We were just talking about how you were, you're you're going through the. I said perils of podcasting. That was pretty cool. But how, how you do that is not. Dude? It's not what I'm going through. Uh, I'm doing great. I just had to, you know, lay the law down a little bit outside, and here we go. You know, I'm ready to go. Would you rather deal with that or an 80-degree sauna of a room? Uh, this was pretty easy for me, so I'll, I'll choose that. Yeah, I just had to tell yeah. some people some stuff, you know? Yeah. Hey, don't bang or try to talk about spring training. Yeah, I just did a beautiful about? intro. People are raving about it, saying one of the best intros I've done, and that's all. Did we do that's the all. music already? Said, we did the music. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. You miss right. the music? Maybe on the outro, I'll get my dancing in, I guess. It's a good idea. It's a good idea. How, how's everyone doing today? Trev, how are you? I'm excellent. It's been a good day for me so far. Um, as you can see, I look a little bit more professional. On our last video, there were some people who chirped me about my mic. So, got a big boy mic, big boy headphones, and uh, it's going to be a good podcast. Jake. Jake's wearing a nice hat. I have a denim hat on. Ploof has, it looks like a denim hat, but I don't know if it's denim, but that's the hat scene and all that. Jake's rocking Vandy. I have to take my sweatshirt yeah, off, so Jake, you have to talk for a second because I got to take my sweatshirt off without okay. knocking my AirPods out of my ear. It's like a real skilled thing you got to do. Let me check while. it out. See if we get yeah, some nudity a, on the show today. That is some good live content. Um, Trev, I, I will kick one thing to you early because I we're we're gonna have a fun episode. We're gonna talk some spring training. We'll get some yes. player stuff, some of the stuff you loved, a lot of the stuff <laughs> you hated. Um, and I think that's awesome. And I do. Um, well, uh, you know me. Well, a you okay. came in hot and you wanted to go with another real serious topic, which I think we're gonna push to next week. <clears throat> I uh, did. But yeah, we're we're gonna have some fun spring training talk. And uh, before we get there, and I I don't want to. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to bring us bring us down too hard, but I think one of the biggest things me and Jim found out about you last trip when we really hung out with you, we went to like a family event with you, which we totally shouldn't have been at. But thank you for the invite again on that. <laughs> but uh, you are a proud Valley guy. You're a proud L.A. dude. And uh, I don't we haven't had you on the mic since the Kobe stuff. So I know it's a couple days away and I 
I don't know if you you want to get anything out there quick because I, dude, like you are you're a passionate LA guy, man. Yeah, I mean, I think most people um, around LA. I mean, we've had two days of basically kind of a little grief, a little mourning period here. Um, I think on Sunday, everyone was just in shock. Yeah, and um, you know, didn't really know how to feel. It was crazy news. I got. I was on the airplane. Got a text from my wife. Couple, a couple texts from my buddies on some group chats. Ooh, that's a place I would not want to hear about a helicopter yeah. crash. Yeah. I d- honestly I didn't even think about that. Um, I was just trying to figure out what happened, and I had you know all I had was uh, just like messaging. So I was like asking everyone like, "What happened? What happened?" And like initial reports were him and. All of his daughters were there, and and I heard that, and I just like started crying on the airplane. Yeah, and um, then we found out, you know, what, what actually happened, and it's just definitely just a sad thing. I mean, you can see obviously his impact, like all over sports, with everyone who's posting on social media about it, and he's really just affected people worldwide. And he, I mean, Kobe got so much, so much shit from everyone. You know, yeah. like while he was playing, because he he just played that like villain kind of card. But in L.A., man, he was my buddy put it really well. He said in a town full of stars, Kobe transcended them all. Like he was bigger than anyone here. Like I don't even care who Tom, Brad Pitt, any of the actors like it's Kobe in L.A. It's Kobe. He walks in someplace and it's just I mean, it's he's a, he was a legend, a living legend. So it's uh, it's tough, but um you know, I think a lot of good has come out of it. I think people are really uh, being thankful for the time they have and the people around them. I think that's always kind of something that a good thing that comes out of tragedy like this. People start to, you know, be um, grateful for what they have. Yeah. And so a way to turn uh, it into a somber podcast. It was supposed to be fun and now you just made me go on. I know, man, and we're we're gonna get to some fun, but uh, (laughs) you're you're an LA dude and you got the mic and that's part of it. So I I I wanted to give you a little of that and you are uh it is like the girl dad thing is pretty awesome and I know you are one. Yeah. Um so yeah, I mean I mean it sucks that something like that has to happen to to get to some of those places and like Shaq and all that stuff, but um yeah let's uh let, let's get it out there if you want to talk to trevor Plouffe about that tweet at him um i want to yeah i have a question for you guys the news okay. about uh chris bryant getting his uh mm. whatever i don't know the term claim or grievance uh got denied is that a conversation that we save for next week's episode when we talk about the upcoming strike and the players union and stuff like that because <laughs> that's another sad not sad yeah uh, my thoughts really to talk about on it Really, I mean, you knew he was going to lose because you knew he was going to lose. It's within the yeah, rules yeah. what they do. So yeah, it's you know what yeah. they going to do. It's stupid. If anyone doesn't uh, know, yeah, if anyone's not aware, I think we talked about this when it initially happened because I said, hey, it's something to watch for because if Chris Bryant wins this, and by by win I mean they filed a grievance that the Cubs intentionally held him back to manipulate his service time. They did uh, yeah. that. That no, a man. lot of players, Glaber. Um, there's a bunch of others like can also file a claim, and it's within the rules. It's just the the uh, the agreement is kind of stupid. So they'll fix that, and we'll save that for the strike talk. And now we can move on to spring training, which, as Trav will let you know, is the most fun, joyous time that he's ever had playing baseball. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. I mean, spring training is an awesome time. 
baseball wise, it's stupid. And guys, I mean, it's probably two weeks too long and it's not real baseball. But as a for a fan, I don't think there's a better time to go experience baseball than spring training. And especially in Arizona, if you make it out to Arizona, you can catch, you know, 15 teams out there. Essentially, I don't know if it's 15, but something like that. And they're all very close. And you can just go like to all these games, see prospects, you see starters somewhat. Um, and then you go out and you can see guys from all different teams walking around, you know, the Phoenix area. It's it's a it's a trip, man. Like I would recommend. I know uh, you guys are going to spring training. It's not 100% sure if I'm going or not. I'll probably crash the party, but uh, like I said, as a fan, man, there's, I don't think there's a better time to watch baseball. It's just a different – it's a party atmosphere mixed with baseball. It's totally different from a fan's perspective. Uh, so Jake and I can do a whole episode on that. But we'll let you talk about from the player's perspective. Getting to spring training, is it first day of high school? Is it like all your old friends, you dress as best you can on the first day, <laughs> you get a nice haircut – take a picture on the front step and you're off to like first day of school. Is that the vibe? Yeah, that's a good analogy. You know, everyone's got their fresh gear. Uh, I think the first thing everyone does, they come in and in shape. You obviously you've had the entire winter to like really you know, do your thing. And everybody, and I mean, everybody is like, I'm in the best shape of my life. And it's like, really? How are you? Cause you know, but uh, everyone feels, you know, super saucy about themselves. They show up, uh, a big thing for, for guys need to know right away is, is my equipment there? Cause you have the, you know, your, whatever your sponsor is for your batting gloves, your cleats and all that. They, they should have like a spring training shipment for you. But a lot of the times for whatever reason, logistically it gets messed up and you show up and there'd be guys who have a ton of stuff and then some guys who have to wait on it. So that's always a thing. Um, Damn. Yeah. Well, you, when you had a ton of stuff and your teammate had zero stuff, would you share? See, I peg you as a guy that was nice, a sharing guy. And that's kind yeah. of another another question in general about baseball. Like, do guys share their bats? Or they're like, nah, dude, I, I have 10. Don't need yeah. my damn bat. Yeah, you, you share them. If your guy wants your bat, it's not a big deal. I mean, the team the teams now, if you're in the big leagues, the teams pay for your bats. So you can just essentially order a zillion bats. Nice. So, but, yeah, as far as the gear, yeah, like you'd help a guy out. But a lot of times. A guy, times, bar- so guy borrows off. your bat. Guy borrows your bat, hits a home run with it. Are you pissed at him or happy? I'm happy for him. Okay. Yeah, yeah for Damn. sure. Even if he breaks yeah. it, I don't care. What does it matter to me? I'm trying wow. to get you in yeah. a dark place. Yeah. I know. You guys are trying to bring me down. I'm in such a good mood. It's not going to work today, guys. I am just I, rocking it. I thought, I thought it was funny with the first day of high school comparison and what yes. you said about spring training, the, the different mindsets. You know, some people are going into their first day of high school and there's like a fear factor. They're like, yeah. uh, are people going to like me? And so I think the baseball side of that is funny because everyone rolls into spring training. It's like, I'm about to have the best damn year in my life. That's, um, it is the most optimistic point of the season for yeah. every single franchise. <laughs> <laughs> and even, even for the shitty teams. I mean, we know that the, the Pirates are going to lose 100 games this year. But they're still going to go into spring training and be like, you know, why not us? You know, like, we could do it. Why not? We can I surprise mean, the world. do you really think so? Do you really think so? Because, I mean, the Pirates. <laughs> do I think I mean, they're going to win? No. Well, no. But, I mean, if you're if you're a player on that team, I mean, it's got to be in the back of your head. Like, 
you're looking around like even if these dudes put together their best season, I mean, where are we going to land? I, I feel like the optimism is still there, but it's it's a more personal optimism. Does that make yeah. sense? Like, hey, I'm going to have a big year, but this team ain't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, but I agree with that. Like every per- on a personal level, you're like, look, I'm I'm in great shape. I got my new cleats on. You know, I had the the tailor get my pants just right. Um, I'm, I'm swagged out with my like all my Evo shield, you know, like you feel good about yourself, but you're also going to have, you know, the coach come in and give his talk. And that's hilarious. Especially if you're on, like, you know, I don't, I guess I was on a few teams. We knew we weren't going to be that good, but um, I mean, it's, you go in there and it's just like, they have to say it. They have to be optimistic, you know, and they kind of know it is bullshit, but um yeah, like, it's just a fun uh, time for baseball. I, it really is. You, you show up. The high school analogy is great because it is very similar. It's very relatable uh, to that. Yeah, well, I always kind of think of like professional baseball players never, and in, in, I don't mean this as an insult, like in, in some aspects never leave high school. Like I'd uh-huh. die. I'd kill to go on bus rides with my buddies still. Like like oh, people that people that don't play high school sports, I think look back at that as like the fond memories of youth sports and pro players still, or plane rides, just like traveling as like a team is cool. Jake used to wear do rag on the bus. He would, oh he would do naked stuff sometimes. It's a good time. A lot of naked stuff. A lot of naked of stuff naked in Jake's stuff. past. There, I, I like that. I mean, baseball is full of nudity. I think we've covered a little yeah. bit of that already. When uh, when, when how many spring trainings have you gone to where like you're completely the new guy? Um, uh, two, two. Is it or, like is that? Do, do they make an effort to welcome you, or is it you're on your own? Like if you're a shy player, can you just get lost in the mix for a while there? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's so many guys. I think you know most teams bring like 50 guys, maybe 40 to 50 guys. So my first time I was new was when I got signed as a free agent to Oakland. But I knew guys. You know, I knew, you know, Vote and somebody else, a couple other guys. So I went in there, you know, not totally blind. But you definitely have to, like, go in. And I don't know if if anybody's ever gone to a new school for the first time. It's very similar to that. It's like people see you. They don't really know you. So you have to, like, I, I like, went out of my way and just, like, went and talked to every every single person. Because that's kind of what I do. That's yeah, how I am, you. yeah. So it's, it, yeah. it's easy for me, but I can see how a lot of people will be, like, terrified. Jake, we, so for the listeners, we don't have a structure here. Jake and I just rapid fire wrote down a ton of questions. So I have one, Jake, unless you want to go. No, you could go. Let's uh, let's rip them. Because, yeah, I mean, the, the only yeah. other, like, broad stroke thing I had was just the difference between being the young guy and being the old guy. Because uh, I think you, you hinted, we we talked about it a little bit that you know when when you were on the twins and you were raking a little bit that spring training was a joke like i think you knew <laughs> you you had third base like you were chiller um and that was it uh when you were a young guy was it were you in like hardo mode or was it you know you kind of had your path laid out like yeah you're going to put in your time at the minors and when it's time it's check in or i i mean what was the different mindset and then at the back end of that when you're at the latter part of your career and is I, I don't know does that hardo mode kick in again or, or what I, I'm just trying to get into your mental headspace a little bit well always always baby uh you just so different there's definitely 
different experiences in spring training. <clears throat> when you're young, I mean, you try to get there first. You try to get there super early. You try to get your work in so everyone can see it. That's like a big thing. If you're young and you're trying to make an impression, like it ain't about working behind closed doors. It's like, <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me put my workout on blast here. I got to make sure everybody's watching me. Um, but I mean, there's a, it's not all fake. You know, you're going in there trying to make an impression. So you have to show that you work hard because if guys, if you don't have that reputation or nobody knows your reputation, you have to like make one for yourself. You know, you have to make your own reputation. And then, yeah, as you get a little older, a little bit more secure, that's when spring training becomes a lot of fun because essentially the first two weeks of spring training, you know, even when the games start, it's like, it's like a vacation. I mean, you go there, you get a workout in you get some ground balls you run through some pfps and then you're done and it's 12 o'clock and you can go <laughs> fishing and you can go like do whatever you want to do and it's it's really nice those first those first couple of weeks you you mentioned get like how players get there in shape do you ever have you ever seen like old footage of like 1950 spring training they wouldn't get there in shape <laughs> Yeah. They would get there as out of shape as however they were, and then they'd use spring training to get in shape. So like they mm. like you know they really used it how it some was guys meant still to do be that. used. Some, some guys, guys still, still yeah. do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, that's. <laughs> I, I feel like, I feel there's got to be a lot of dudes that leave a little bit, little round mound to rebound going on, and they're like, yeah, I mean, the first couple weeks we're just gonna be running and shit, right? Um, yeah, usually it's pitchers that come in like that. Yeah. Because I guess they yeah. can. I don't know. Because, they, they, you know, it's funny. Like, you know, a pitcher, he can only throw the ball so many damn times, you know? Yeah. So their day, their days there are so ridiculous. Like a, pitch, a, <laughs> a pitcher in spring training has the best life, dude. I mean, if you pitch one day, like you're going to get two days off probably. So like the only thing you really have to do in those two days is like show up, like do some arm care maintenance, maybe get a workout in and then that's it, dude. Like if you, you have the massage. game, yeah, you get a massage, you hit the sauna up, you know, whatever. Some I'm treatment. jealous of all the massages. Pictures are ridiculous. you like, imagine Phil Hughes in spring training. Like you can just imagine <laughs> what wow. he'd be doing. You know what I mean? Sorry, Phil. So, but going, wow. going, going through cards. <laughs> No, he wasn't. He wasn't at that level. He might have been playing like Pokemon Go or something like that. But yeah, Phil's cleaning up with his cards, man. It's taking off. Oh, he's doing man. Do you see Phil's his recent pulls. idea? He doesn't do like nonstop breaks that he hosts. <laughs> like Phil, I don't know. Man. Yeah, hey. you got a baby, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> good I, for I, him. Yeah, keep telling him. I got to start pulling on myself. Um, Trev, the one, the one other thing before we get into some of the, some of the quick fire, silly stuff, were you ever in like a straight up position battle? Dude, I'm so happy you brought that up. Okay. This is, Thank this you, is Trevor. the formatting that we needed because, um, I wanted to talk about position, spring training position battles. They are almost completely made up. Really? Like the media makes spring training battles. When you go into spring training, that roster is pretty much set. I mean, somebody, maybe like a back end of the bullpen thing, if a guy just, you know, has a horrible spring training and looks really bad, like maybe they can flip-flop on someone like that. But essentially you go into spring training and your job is, you know, it's it's you either have it or you don't already. Especially nowadays, like they don't, they already have their projections for you. So they, I mean, they don't even, 
they don't even care about spring training games. It doesn't mean anything. They already have your, you know, whatever it's called, your steamer projections. And uh, you go in there and they know exactly who they want on that damn team. I mean, I've been told, I don't know, three or four times in my, how many spring trainings did I go to? Like 15? Three or four times uh, I was in, actually like in a, a battle and there was no battle whatsoever. I mean, they didn't you matter. Just won? Just all you? No, sometimes I would lose and have no shot. Like my last couple of spring trains, I went with Texas. I was supposed to like battle for like a utility role, play second base, do all this shit. I didn't do any of that. I had no chance. Uh, and it was like, yeah, I was, you know, your insurance in case somebody gets hurt. So that's a big overblown thing. Like, I don't know what the Yanks, I'm sure you guys are very tuned in to like the Yankees spring training position player battles, but they're already over. So we've, we've kind of developed our own battle <laughs> that, okay. that we say is happening, but the rest of the media hasn't, hasn't talked about it yet. Okay. So, Who's what's the battle? I want to know. Talk, uh, Talkman versus Anduhar, uh, as if Anduhar will be the DH, then he will be the starting DH and Stanton will be in left field. Or Talkman has the better bat, put Stanton as DH and Talkman in left field. Okay. <laughs> Two in the weeds, you're like, I well, I'm, I mean, is that like they're all going to be on the roster, right? So they don't really have to make a decision. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's just, just about, about where they're going to be. I guess I could yeah. see that having some kind of merit. But like they always say, like spring training numbers. I mean, what are they, how can you make them mean anything? So have Speed you ever of. seen have you ever seen one good spring training battle? Like it was straight left field, one of you's gonna get it or no. Or because you're right. I mean, spring training doesn't matter. Me and Jimmy find ourselves in this speech. I'd say coming up, we're gonna have to tell ourselves this about twice a week. Because you're like <laughs> And then wow. we'll we'll fall we'll fall in love with guys and then I know we'll be you like, will. wait, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Last year the Yankees Last year the yeah. Yankees had a good one with Voight and Bird, and they both hit like seven homers each or ten homers each in spring. They were yeah. going like tit for tat. They both made the roster, and then Bird got hurt. But like that was a good one. Yeah, I can see for playing time initially, maybe they could, there's be, there'll be a separator. But still, like, I mean, I've seen guys have unbelievable spring trainings, and just like doesn't mean anything. Like you're gonna get sent down to AAA. Yeah, you know, you just mopped up, and you know, you feel pretty, you feel pretty good about yourself when you're raking in spring training. But then you quickly realize it just doesn't mean anything. How many spring you training know? home runs do you think you have to your name? Oh, I don't know. I don't think I have that many. I don't know. Maybe like 10, maybe more. I don't oh, know. 10 on the nose. Bloof. Ooh. Oh, you looked it up, really? Oh, I got it. Yeah, what do you think your best spring training year was? Probably one of the ones I was paid. <laughs> I didn't care. <laughs> uh, 2016. Yep, there it was. Yeah, one <laughs> dot zero nine four OPS. Good job, man. Uh, that's what, I mean, that was a spring training where I played, you know, I got two at bats and I was I was done and I didn't have to go on road games and that was when I was getting treated like a king. No wonder I played well. Good you job. Know? Yeah, also 2013 pretty good too. 2009 tough times. That might have been my first spring training, so Looks like you got two at bats in 06 and two at bats in 2008. So that that leads us yeah. those two at bats in 06 and 08 a position probably came from a position that we were talking about in Texas. The Yankees have these guys for the last, like, three seasons. Uh-huh. The seventh, eighth, ninth inning of spring training games, Trey Ambergy comes in. Uh-huh. And, Matt Lipka. And, like, you know, and Glaber Torres or, or Tyro Estrada have already been sent down to AAA camp or minor yeah, league camp because yep. they want them to get a lot of at-bats. 
So it seems to me like being cleanup duty in the seventh, eighth, yeah. ninth inning of spring training for the big league club kind of means they're not invested in you at all and kind of shitty. But yeah, if well, you're that player, are you happy or are you like, this sucks? It depends. I mean, if you're like actually in big league camp and you're like sticking around. So what happens is the guys that are on the 40-man roster, there's a cutoff date. And if they get hurt past that cutoff date, then they are they'll get big league service time and you have, and get big league pay and all that stuff. So before that date comes, all the guys that they know aren't making the team, that's they get sent down. And they'll keep the non-roster invites longer. So if you're like one of those guys and you're and you're sticking around because you're on the you're not on the roster, it's great for you because you're still making your per diem and whatever your spring training money but if you're one of the guys that's like on minor league camp and they come over and they bring you over for the day it's horrible it's cool because you're getting a shot to like play in the big leagues but you're wearing number 98 you probably have a double ear flap helmet when everybody else has a single Mm. ear flap helmet loser alert oh it's the worst and be wearing um, like a straw hat when everyone else has got denim hats on yeah like looking like an idiot yeah So I I love I'm gonna start insulting so many people by calling them a double ear flap. It's the yeah worst. we we already did that's that a, it's a, on it's tough yeah yeah, yeah. Damn. that means that means you're just you're not show you're like a yeah. scrub. So yeah. Jake, um, what did we say? We said double ear flap guys were also blank, and we were <laughs> definitely using it as an insult. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, sh- we Lowry. said sh- shower with their boxers on. <laughs> those are the double ear flap guys <laughs> kind of i could see that i get that i like it it's it's double ear flaps worse i'd rather shower with my boxers on and wear a single ear flap helmet for sure wow <laughs> but uh, so i mean you know we talk about how guys feel in spring out. training there you go yeah so how guys feel like in spring training and if you're a guy you show up you do your thing you play the first four innings and you peace out if you're not a guy, you're sitting on the bench the first five or six innings. You go into the game. The fields are in horrible condition. They might as, you might as well be fielding a ground ball on asphalt. So you have to like watch out for that. Then you're also facing really young guys at the end of the game. Most young guys who are in big league camp, they throw the ball really hard and they have no idea where it's going. So it's essentially you're just kind of like battling like battling your way to the end of the game. And when the end of the game comes, you're so happy. So, so happy. So it's just, there. there's, there's def, definitely different scenarios for guys. And that's a, another reason why they don't care that much about spring training numbers is because who are you doing it against? Like, are you doing it against like, a, after the sixth inning, you're doing it against an A-ball guy. So who cares? Well, and we, we always laugh because there will be days like early on in spring training the pitcher will only throw a fastball and there yeah. you'll, we'll see people be like, Oh man, Sevy got knocked around today. And it's like, uh-huh. yeah, cause he threw 22 pitches and 21 of them were fastball. <laughs> like, um, and I, I, it's just ridiculous when you actually, you know, and we'll be saying this so I many know. times. I'm going to keep reminding weeks. you guys that like, cause I know you start to lead up to spring training, get the storylines in the head and you're like, Oh, this is a big deal. Like, Look what he just did in this game, and I'm gonna just be like chirping. Remember yeah, what we talked about January two years 29th. ago. Stan's first spring training with the Yankees, 
He, I mean, he has an inverted batting stance, but it was the cr- most inverted batting stance I've ever <laughs> seen in my life at spring training. He basically, like, he was lining up in the box as if the right field foul pole was the pitcher. Yeah, and, I remember that. And he was letting balls travel as deep as they can and just fouling them off. And Vado said that that's what he tries to do his first couple games in spring training, just let the ball get as deep mm-hmm. as possible and foul it off, and that's literally the only goal. Yes, And then, like, it people, like, people start screaming about, <laughs> you know, how bad he looks and all he this. He looks so and, bad. And, and uh, Jake and I are also like, he does look bad. It doesn't matter, but it looks bad, and we're, like, having our internal struggle with that. <laughs> Did you ever go into spring and, and just try something completely new? Last year, Aaron Judge – all spring, didn't have his leg kick. He, he he kept both feet planted on the ground, just shifted his weight, didn't pick his front leg up at all, and he was hitting great. Tons of doubles, not as many home runs. Season starts, instantly back to leg kick. Leg yeah. kick. So did, do guys, like, is that just fucking around, or why not? Or are they really like, because do you guys make adjustments? Is that boredom, or is that really trying something new? It's just trying to get like a feeling. So he's probably like, I want to let the ball, I want to see the ball as long as I can. Um, and you'll see that all the time. I remember one day Yachty was, he was like hurt, like something with his legs or something. So he like couldn't run, but he wanted to track pitches. So he was, he de-aged and he took every single pitch. Like it didn't matter. Like he was, he was going to take every single pitch, but he just wanted to get like game speed. So like he'd go up there and like, we knew that. Like, they told us, like, hey, like, he's not running, yeah. like, whatever, whatever. And these pitchers, man, these <laughs> fucking pitchers still, like, couldn't throw strikes. I'm like, dude, this guy is fucking taking right now, guys. It's like, lay one in there. Let's go. But uh, it's funny. Yeah, you'll see guys do that, like, stuff like that all the time where it's like they're either working on something in the cage and you can only do so much in the cage. So they want to take it out in the game and see how it feels. And it's a perfect time. That's why spring training numbers are so stupid. They're so stupid. <laughs> There's a one of our one of our favorite beat writers for the Yankees, Brian Hoke. Sometimes mm-hmm. he posts his emails from readers, and they're like looking at the Yankees' win and loss record in spring training. In spring training, and saying like, "What the fuck is Boone doing? They're losing." It's crazy. One time, I I I met Cashman at a spring training game against Boston, and I just said hi to him, like, "Hey, Cash, what's going on?" And he said to me. Uh, hopefully we can make a comeback and win this game. And I was too shy then. I think I have a, yeah. a tad much more rapport, but I want to be like, Cash, you nor I fucking care about that. <laughs> like, yeah, that's no incredible. Cares who wins this game? Don't treat me like I'm a dummy. Oh, man. Yeah, it's 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 such a – that's why I think, as I, I was saying that before, like as a fan, it's such a cool time to go to the games. Like you get to see so many different players. Um. And, like, it's, like, bright and sunny out. You can drink beer. Like, I guess you can do that at any other um, baseball game, it's too. A small, it just it's, seems... a small, it's a minor league feel. It's small. It's intimate. Yeah. What like I do. The game really doesn't matter. It it's doesn't more matter. Of an, it's exhibition. What I do want to talk about a little bit, and I just thought about this. Okay. Can we give – Am I, I can give betting advice, right? Is that weird? Yeah. Betting advice? Yeah. Yeah. We're We're in that age now right yeah. so my theory that i've thought because we ta- started talking about like doing a spring training episode a few days ago and my theory is and i we'd have to go maybe check this like someone fact check this whoever if you guys want to do that but 
if I was betting spring training games, which you can, I would bet home teams every single time because okay. home games, you're actually having your good players play. And then on the road trips, you just kind of have a couple of good players and then a couple of scrubs going. So you're definitely going to get your more complete team at home. One of them wow. is one of them going to be taking pitches and not even swinging the fucking bat. Maybe, but just going by roster construction. And if you want to try to like get an edge, I would just bet home teams, especially on like long road trips. So like if a team say, okay, in Florida Yankees, Yankees are at home and they're playing against the Cardinals. The Cardinals had to take a three hour trip over. They're not sending anybody. They're sending in a bunch yeah. of scrubs, and I would take the Yankees. So, all right, uh, good to get tip, a little tip right there. Free money, free money from Trevor Plouffe today. <laughs> Only gamble um, what you can lose and be responsible. <laughs> good, mm, have fun. Good, good save. Speaking, um, tra- I, what you got, Jim? Of road games, got? when okay. you're at your heyday in spring training, like you have guaranteed money, you're, you got the starting job. You say you mentioned like you didn't go to road games. Can you just be like, nah, not going? Because Mariano Rivera for the yeah. Yankees, he didn't even they didn't even give him an away uniform. Yeah, spring. that's and that's like, like a that's like a joke like that everyone all the big dogs will say like, gray pants. I don't got no fucking gray pants in my locker at spring training. You know they don't. I don't think Joe Mauer ever went on. That's a, a flex. It's a flex. Yeah, I don't that's think Joe cool. Mauer went on a road trip. You know, for like five or six years that I saw. And, right, and rightfully cool. so, you earn that. Yeah. So you call, can we call the rookies like gray pants squad, like gray pants, the gray What's pants up, gray? losers, road yeah. warrior, gray pants squad, double ear flap scrubs. Yeah. Gray, yeah. gray haired losers. What um, what <laughs> me. what are what are some of the fun checkpoints? Because again, like this is this is what our third spring training gym. Um. So we're we're getting up there. Um, but it's funny some of the stuff that's linked, but it's not linked at all. Like St. Patrick's Day, yeah. March Madness. Um, I remember, I think it might have been last year where me and me and Jimmy, we we had that hunger in our belly and we we're like, we gotta corner a couple of the players accidentally. Like if we see the guys <laughs> are watching March Madness games at a bar in Tampa, we might have to also be at that bar in Tampa. Yes. Um yes. what um I, I guess uh, along those lines, like we're were there some I don't, I don't want to say dope parties or something like that but were, <laughs> oh, were you always it, looking, were you always looking forward to St. Patrick's <laughs> Day or like one some... of that first weekends of March Madness <laughs> and someone was going to have the the nice house that you were going to roll through or what what were those kind of check marks like where were all the dope nasty the, ill parties the... <laughs> oh my goodness the dope <laughs> ill parties um you know St. Patty's Day is obviously smack dab in the middle of spring training, so it's always a good time. If you're in Arizona, you're going to see guys, you know, wherever the big event is, there's going to be a ton of baseball players there. So that's a little, another little tip for you. Um, I think March Madness is probably the, the funnest thing because you'll, you know, you're going to have your team, you know, draw out of a hat. You'll do your brackets. And it's funny because it'll – They'll come read like rule 21, I think it is. And that's like the rule, like don't bet on baseball or like don't, you know, don't bet or anything. And then like, obviously there's like a huge like 
bracket printed out that's like five foot long in every single clubhouse. So they're just like blatantly showing this uh, or, tell, or, or speaking this rule while you're illegally gambling in the clubhouse. Jake lost us. He left. Oh, he gone? Ditched. Oh, this is oh, finally. It's a better it's podcast us. now. Yeah, it's finally us. Why is uh, Arizona so much better than? Why is the what's it called out there? It's not the, the Grapefruit Leagues in cactus Florida. League. Why is the Cactus League so much better? Is it just proximity? Like yeah. you were saying, the Cactus League, all the teams hang out together. Like if you and Braun are both over there, you can be like, oh, let's hang out. Yeah. Or Grapefruit League. It's kind of in bunches. Like we're learning that because we're doing this road trip coming up. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like there's two teams, two teams, two teams, two teams. So when you finally got to the Cactus League, where you're like, oh, or where do the Twins go? Better They're question. in Fort Myers. They're in Fort Myers. Yes. There, there's there's uh, pros and cons. So like everyone would always tell me, oh, you can't just wait till you get to the Cactus League. It's so much better. <clears throat> and the good part about it is that everyone's kind of there. You're in Phoenix. You're in Scottsdale. So if you want to hang out with your boys, like there's, you know, you just kind of meet up at a central location and it's all good. But one thing that I loved about the Grapefruit League is if you were not traveling on a day, like a, a road game, you would you would be out of the field by like 10 o'clock because in the great – this is going to be kind of confusing for people. I'm going to try to break okay. it down here. Okay. Let's, let's try to follow along in. here. So in Arizona, no matter if you're at home or away, you're – taking batting practice and you're doing all your shit at your field. So every day you're going through all that in Florida. If your team is on the road, they bus early in the morning and go do all that stuff at the visiting park. So if you're staying home and you don't have to travel, there's especially towards the end of spring training, there's probably only like five or six guys that stay back, you know, besides pitchers. And your day is just like take some ground balls, hit in the cage, get out of here. So you you ended up you end up leaving like at ten o'clock, and it's it's a, a nice little it's a nice little caveat of spring training that I think people kind of forget about, especially players when they're like you know they think that Arizona has all the advantages. I think that's an advantage for for the Grapefruit League. All right, little known that makes fact. any sense. I yeah, don't know. <laughs> because the teams have to travel so far. If you don't have to yeah. travel, you have the whole day to yourself. Whole damn day, yeah. And in Florida, man, it's like you just go fishing at the, you know, the place you live. There's all all these ponds and shit. It's great. A lot of people, we've talked about how much spring training stats don't matter at all, right? Yes. Uh, And, like, people are trying different things, and there's all these reasons why they don't matter. Is there anything to this point, because I know that you agree, and you think mental headspace and confidence plays a huge role, so that yeah. last week of spring training, can that play an effect into rolling into like the first week of the season? Like, if is that something fans can watch for and be like, notice how their last five games look, because that may actually play into the into the first week. Not for like making or getting cut or making the team, but if you like, you know, if I know a guy's on the team, like, oh, he's yeah. been hot. That can carry over, right? I think so. I think you know that feeling in the box when you feel. Like- you know, locked in. Like you want to try to hold on to that. If if you do that at the end of spring training, the only thing is, it's just so different, man. I mean, spring training, you're so relaxed. You know, the numbers don't matter. So you could be feeling good in spring training, and all of a sudden, those bright lights turn on, and the season starts, and that shit starts to count. It's just kind of like a whole different mentality. But I mean, obviously, if you had to choose, 
I mean, I don't know. I've heard a lot of guys say they don't, they never want to get hits in spring training because they don't want to waste them. I think that's stupid. Like, I want to get hits. Oh, all I'm the time. I'm so firmly on that page. I would so. <laughs> I want to get hits all the time, no matter what. So I would so mental midget that. Like, if I had a terrible <laughs> spring training, I'd be like, well, thank God that's out of the way. Time to rake in the season. If I had yeah. a great spring training, I mean, I'd be telling myself like, let's go. But if I had an offer that first day, <laughs> I would be gone. I'd be like, I wasted it against. I Nova. wasted it, yeah. Luckily, I did that not in, a huge issue for me. <laughs> I did that in 2017 <laughs> with the A's. I had, I just like, I hit everything, man. I hit everything. Yeah. I was raking, and then I was so shitty with the A's. I'm so sorry, A's fans. I was such a bad player. <laughs> yeah, but check out these, check out these That's spring the training. The reason we've done this is to get an apology <laughs> from you to the A's fans. That they are had listening. high hopes. That spring though, three seventy average, four twenty yeah. on base percentage. Damn, six fifty two slugging, two homers, two tri- two triples. Ploof. Yeah, who the who the hell knows, man? I, I think I even hit a homer against Andrew Miller. Ooh. And just like I don't even. I remember like going back in the dugout, and Bob Melvin was like, "How the hell did you just do that?" And I was like, "I don't know. No clue." Bob. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't count on it this season, Bob. <laughs> 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 when what so when you're when you're through that spring training kind of the very opposite of what i just asked about the last week mattering when do you get to the point where like fuck this let's just get to the season oh my like gosh. two weeks in one week in yeah like as soon as you go through a few games and you're um and you kind of like feel like you're baseball ready you're just done like spring training sucks after that you're ready to start the season you know i don't know a lot of guys who a lot of guys like have a set number of bats that they want to get um but once you get to that point, is that you just feel an arbitrary in. number? I think, guys, as you get older, you kind of know what your number is, and the you'll you know all the your manager will come and like kind of ask you like, oh, what do you need? Like some guys want as many at bats as possible, so they'll what they'll do. I think this is kind of cool. This is very show right here. I love talking about show stuff. Mm, you know, okay. same. So like some flexy stuff. So guys who want more at bats, they'll go. They won't travel still, but they'll go to like the backfield games, like the minor league games, and you'll just hit like third every inning. So, so you go back is that, there. Is that a big dick move, or does that it's suck a huge, for everyone? It's a big dick move, and it's awesome. Okay. Like, yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, like I mean, I think everyone's probably seen the video of like Donaldson like playing a backfield game and he hits a home run, and then like didn't even run walks back to the dugout. That's exactly what you can do. Yeah, I have a funny story. Actually, this is me flexing right now. Big, big time spring training player right here. Um, Oh hell yeah! I was coming off a hammy injury, and this was in spring training. I was playing on the backfield, like just getting my bats in and stuff. And the all the guys are there, like Garden hires there. All the front office, they're like up in the tower watching the game because it's like early in the day, so they don't really have anything to do but watch these games. So he want, he's like, you know, make sure you're aggressive on the base pass today. Like, I want to see you run. I want to make sure you're right. I went and I hit three home runs. I had three bats. I hit three home runs. And I just jogged the entire time. So I had to fucking, after that, I had to like go in the outfield and run sprints in the outfield. Because <laughs> I just jogged the entire time. But it was definitely like a flex day for me. I felt like I ruined some dreams. Like, oh, you go wow. down there as a big leaguer oh. and you just like, you crush some homers. That's like a really... That's a really fun time. <laughs> wow. Damn. March 1st, Ploof goes deep in spring training. I got it. 
You what? What are you talking about right now? You taking man. Miller deep? Oh yeah, bomb, you got it. bomb the left field. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, that was a pretty. Oh, dude, you hit a camera guy in the nuts. Yeah, I remember oh. that. He was like laying down. Yeah, he's laying. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys laying down like paint me like one of your French girls taking photos. <laughs> Blue's ball comes and just bounces right into his legs. And then there's a mad dash of four adult men that will probably sell it for profit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, what was your what was your living plan? Um, and I think that probably changes young guy and old guy. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe like once you get married and stuff, I have no idea. Was it? What does that mean? Like, what, what, what do you mean? Like you get once, an apartment, Airbnb, oh, oh, yeah, roommates. Like, yeah. Like once you got that bag, you just rented a house and gave everyone the bird. Or were you still trying to have roommates? <laughs> when, when did the roommates stop? Well, when I was young, I had a uh, Delman Young and I would share a place, and he was you know, big baller. So I would just live with him. And we, oh, him nice. and I would have a place together. It was really nice. And a lot of guys don't have someone like that. Like he took care of me for sure. But yeah, I, I mean, he's prospect three years in a row. Yeah, he's a stud, man. He's he's still doing it. He still hits homers right now. Like probably hitting one right now in Australia. He's playing in that <laughs> league. And he'll that. he'll he'll send me his videos of his homers with a, a purple eggplant emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, but I mean, you just kind of. Honestly, it's 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 a really it's really tough to find um, living in spring training. I mean, as you guys are probably, oh, you guys are doing the RV, so you haven't really found like hotels and stuff. But it's a pain in the ass, dude. Like everyone kind of knows that's the time they could hike up their rent, so like you end up paying like, right. a ridiculous amount for like kind of a crappy property. But um, lot, I mean, I always wanted the place that a barbecue. Like spring training to me, like I, I equate those two things together. Like spring training barbecues, that's just like what you do. So. Um, it's really a good time. It's a really good time, man. And then you get sick of it because it's like early mornings. You know, you're like you're there at you're there. I mean, this it's changing now a little bit as they figure out like that sleep is actually important. And it used to be like mm. you better be working every you know second of every day or else you're a slouch. Now they're like here, here guys, there's a a nap room for you. Go in your yeah. nap room. It's like yeah, I've. I played in the game a little too early, man. I'd be good with a nap room right now. Sleep is for cowards. That's what they would say. Stupid stuff yeah. like that. Water is for cowards. Remember the Titans. Everyone just, you know. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I mean, that's the living thing. I don't really have any cool things to tell you. I mean, you just kind of find your place and go. Young guys oh, obviously c- shack up together. But then, uh, you know, as you get older, you try to have your own place. The uh, The Yankees always bring in like, you know, some sort of magician or guest speaker or something like that to do a team morale thing. And this kind of is a bigger question. Maybe we've asked you, maybe we haven't. Joe Madden okay. is famous for bringing penguins and magicians into the clubhouse. I, as a player, would absolutely hate it. I don't yeah. like magicians. I don't like penguins. I don't like that <laughs> stupid circus stuff. Jake kind of thinks some of it's cool. I think the, the dress-up days are cool. What what's yeah. what's your what's your view on that? Like, if you have a manager like that, who's like, "Hey, we got to loosen up the clubhouse. Who's a penguin?" They're just trying to like they have to schedule all this shit in spring training. So they're just like wasting time, essentially. You know, every once in a while, we get like the motivational speakers, and like some of them are cool. Like I met Brian Dawkins. Like he that was cool to see. You know, with the Phillies. You know, he was just like motivating us, and I like that. What, what year did that happen? Did it work? That was no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm out of baseball now. It was this year. This last year. Jim, come on, bro. 
So he didn't hype me up enough, but um, yeah, all that stuff's just a waste of time, man. I'm telling you, it's such a relaxed time. Spring is. Um, so I have some fun. Like you know, as we're talking about it a lot now, I have some fond memories in spring, but then also like a lot of the time, you're just like, get this shit over with. Like let's well, get to the suck- season. Suck for you to go to Minnesota. Like that temperature change. Is it like, that's, well, why did we practice in the about. why did we practice in the warmth for so long and then we come it's, and it's thirty degrees and snowing in Minnesota? It's so stupid. And they can I feel like they could figure it out where you would just kinda play the first month like in the south or like on the west coast. Like there's enough. People have done the data on it. There's a there's enough warm weather places that you can yeah. take the first week, like at least get halfway through March or halfway through April. Take the first two weeks and you could do it. It would just suck because like you don't get a home game if you're the a Twins yeah, fan for a yeah. long time. I think and people are okay I mean. with it, dude. Like, as a fan, are you like New York's freezing too? Like, are you like stoked to like be sitting out there? I get like you're getting baseball again, so that's fun. But I I don't know for uh, like last year's Red Sox, they started out with a West Coast trip. That's awesome. Which. I mean, they were in good weather, but also you're starting like their first 11 games on the road. And I think they got beat up pretty good. Like, I think the Mariners knocked them around a little bit. Um, Mariners were I don't hot know. for two Mariners weeks. were hot. Like They were oh hot. But I, I'm just picturing myself on the fan. If, if my team had to start with a 12-game road trip every year, like, I would find a way to complain about that. You seem like you'd complain about a lot of things. But oh, all right. You want to dance? I- <laughs> <laughs> I do I do get that. You know, speaking on like on that, like if you do start off with a, you know, uh say you start off with two series back to back on the road, you're going to end up doing three opening day ceremonies, which is that's <laughs> yeah, that's the that worst sucks. part. That's you got to be out there. It's freezing. You got to be out like on the on the foul line, you know, or the first baseline, third baseline and just like stand there while like People throw their first pitch and they introduce everybody. And it's like, man, all that stuff is cool for the first time you do it. Then after that, it's like, this is ridiculous. Like, can we please play? You said like Yankees fans, like the Yankees open up on the road this year and I'm kind of bullshit about it. Like, fuck that. We got to play somewhere else before we play at Yankee Stadium. Give me a. Is it where, where are they opening up at? Baltimore. Yeah. You know? That's actually or, a fun one. I like. Yeah, I like that, it's that's my favorite ballpark, but. Yeah, and they do like a lot of pyrotechnics there. It's pretty cool. Fact check, Jake. Red oh. Sox went three and eight in their first eleven games, and they lost every series to Seattle, Oakland, and Arizona. So, Jake, correct. Good job. Defending go. champs, man. They were pissed, and like I kind of got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's. In, I wonder if they saw that road trip and like, cool. You know, like we'll avoid some bad weather, and then they just got their ass kicked. You know, um, the people that do the ticket tickets and like stadium shit at Fenway are the same people that do it at Fenway spring training and like they yeah. go through a spring training. They do um, a lot of that. They do a lot of that where they'll work both. It's pretty cool. It's pretty funny. They like send these ticket. That's a grippers. great part, dude. I don't know if you guys have been there or not. The Fenway. Of Fenway the one? Yeah, we went there. We went there last year and we actually kind of like liked it because they do like a little festival of tents and food trucks and yeah. stuff. Yankees don't oh, do that. Oh yeah, that was awesome. Fort Myers is kind of a cool. That that's a if someone's looking to go to spring training for the first time in Florida, I would say Fort Myers is a really good jump off point because you're only an hour from Tampa. You have Port Charlotte that's like 35 minutes away, and then in 
Fort Myers itself, you have two two teams. You have the Twins and the Red Sox. Both facilities are great, and the infrastructure is pretty good there. Like there's restaurants and, and stuff like that. So. What would you rather? What would you rather have? Would you rather have good fishing, good restaurants? Like what's what's the what's the Trevor Plouffe dream spring training checklist? Gosh, man, two weeks I, long. Yeah, the 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 Florida has that as well. Like you know, because most places you're staying are like it's like a golf neighborhood you know right so there's like ponds everywhere and there's bass and you just like literally walk outside your door and go fishing for bass i mean it's like i love that i grew up fishing and so that was i mean most most baseball players in florida that's what they're doing on their off time they're just like getting a pole they go out and fishing whatever um but i think now old old head trev here enjoys like a a nice culinary scene (laughs) more than anything Okay. So, I don't know what Any that means. town jump out? Uh, Tampa's pretty good. I mean, because that's like a real city. Which yeah. place had the worst facilities? <sighs> you cannot that, answer if you don't want to. No, I don't care. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Dunedin, the Blue Jays is horrible. I think they're redoing some of it now. Dunedin? Dunedin? Dunedin. Um, That's bad. I mean, most, most places are pretty bad. Like, the Pirate Spring Training, like, the field is... It's like it looks like it's okay, but like the clubhouse is basically like in a shed. It's like, were you pretty picky about the grounds crew? Where you're like, you guys did a shitty job today. I'm getting tons of bad hops. You just you just cost me an error. You go into the grounds crew room and just kind (laughs) of tear the guy apart. Luckily, the the majority of the time, the the fields that I played on were good. Like Fort Myers, the Twins field is like notoriously known for being one of the best, and the surface in Minnesota is also really good. But yeah, I mean. There's some shitty surfaces out there still. Like Wrigley and uh, – or not Wrigley, excuse me. What's the other one? Comiskey. Fenway. What do they call it? Comiskey. Comiskey. It's got a new name Guaranteed now, rate or something like that. Guaranteed rate. It used terrible. to be U.S. Cellular or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, U.S. Cellular. That's what it's called. Yeah. yeah what a what a horrible, horrible infield. <laughs> I don't mind saying yeah. it. And the saying or like the, the, the story there is that the ground screw – head ground screw guy owns Turfus or like a company like that. Do you guys know what Turfus is? No. It's like the top layer that it's like the top layer that they'll throw like on the top. So like it's easier to slide. It kind of like dries things up. It's like these little pebbles. It's called Turfus. And he is like, like like the high school field type shit. I don't know, but he owned that. Um, He owned that company, and he would just pour obnoxious amounts of turfus onto the <laughs> infield. And I could only—I swear—I was like, "You gotta just be like doing it so your company is like doing better." I don't know, like it wow. seemed outrageous to me, and it's just a horrible infield, like a horrible infield. Damn, brutal. Have yeah. you mixed Jake, it up on White Sox Twitter yet? They—they they get pretty gnarly on there. Be careful; they might uh, come at you first. Yeah, turfus. two Twitter fan bases that you wouldn't really? expect it, but. Padres, and I think Phil just ran into that a little bit, and he was complimenting them. He was complimenting them. He still ran into it. The Padres, and uh, no, the White Sox are good, Jake, but but they're active if they want to be mad at you. They'll turn on you. Southsiders, baby, right? Yeah. Padres fans are the weirdest. I've heard that. Phil has mentioned that to me, too. Padres Twitter is a thing, and he's like, it's dude. He's he's like, why are you guys so angry all the time? I don't get it. There's a lot yeah. of nice people from Padres that, but yeah, the 
I think like Reddit like talked about them too. Like they're like, yeah, it's pretty weird. <laughs> we don't get it. That's really funny. Tingler got, will straighten him out. Oh, Jace. I, I know Jace. Yeah. Gonna be the good manager. Yeah. I don't know. He was like a a guy <laughs> in Texas when I was there in spring training. Nice guy. I like him. Quality control like coach. Him. It's the new. It's a new position they're just making up and giving to people. I know. I need to get me a quality control gig. I think that's I've perfect. I could just like complain about things that aren't right. If you want that title, yeah. you got it, dude. Yeah, it's uh, it's up for grabs. <laughs> that's right yours. Now. Can I do quality control talking baseball? Like that's yeah, that should be my title. There you Done. go. Congratulations. <laughs> that's huge. <laughs> We're off the I, rails now. Yeah. Um. Bit. Yeah, one more. This is not spring training, but the, okay. the guy on uh, Twitter, Astros fan, did a huge amount of research mm-hmm. about when oh, they yes, used the yes, banging yes. and when they didn't. And, oh, you were on the A's in 2017. So it changes a little bit because Phil Hughes quote tweeted it, talking about Phil a ton today, yeah. and said, like, oh, guess who pitched in this game? It was a Twins game that Barrios mm-hmm. started. Yep, I is saw that, that game. Does that, like, infuriate you even more to actually, like, when, now that we can pinpoint and, like, I retweeted it because there's one guy. Um, this is, you know, on August 4th, the game with the most trash can bangs, the Astros scored 16 earned runs. Mike Bolsinger, a Blue Jays reliever, allowed four earned runs in .1 innings pitched, and he never pitched in a big leagues again. And that's the type of shit Oof. that Freddie Freeman was getting Oof. emotional about, and players are trying to say there's consequences to this besides winning and losing games. So, I mean – it's like, you know, it infuriates me to, like, actually have those examples. So, as a player, I know you've been upset about this. Did this add anything or refuel it? Because, like, he was being like, that yeah. sucks. I think, I mean, it did and it didn't. I mean, I already was mad about the whole situation. So, this kind of, this kind of, like, pinpointing it like that, yeah. I mean, you could really see, like, what guys were really affected by it. Um, I think we talked about it before the show how the the info is great and whoever did it like spent a lot of time doing it, but it's still skewed because he's like, This is the trash can bangs. Well, a no bang was also a sign. So like yeah. you yeah. could take so, those numbers and they say, Oh, he knew what pitch was coming forty percent of the time. Du- you, double it. Double it. Yeah. You know. And um I think what it did for me was I think Altuve and Bregman have been getting the brunt of everyone's like anger and i don't really know why i didn't know why now like you're seeing all these guys who are like obviously on the list so it's kind of like opens your eyes like dude it's not just those two guys i mean they were like everyone damn everyone was doing on that team i i get Bregman. Riznik pisses me Riznick. off, man. His his yeah. only good hitting stats of his career are at home in 2017. <laughs> Otherwise, the dude is a is a center. He's a great defensive player, but he's yeah. a he'd have like a 600 flat OPS if you take out that yeah, segment. That's not good. And guess what? You can find dudes in the minor league that can catch balls in center field that can hit at a 600 OPS clip. Yes, the can. Mets just traded for him. I'm sure he'll be great this year. <laughs> that's it's. That's what we're talking about, man. I mean, that's any up. form of cheating, it's like you're you're taking jobs away from guys that are playing it straight, and that's that's upsetting. Um, but yeah, it's it's a couple guys got paid after that year, man. Like going to spring. Mar- going to, Marwin did. I know. He he had the most. I know. According to that, that one's that one's the tough one. I mean, I'm gonna be working a little bit with them, so I 
it's going to be interesting to see. You know, he's going to get questioned a lot this year by the media, yeah. and rightfully so. And you know, it's going to be interesting to see how he handles it. And I mean, Minnesota's not exactly like a cutthroat media market, but you might you know, be that guy. You should might I be, be the, the guy, cutthroat Minnesota dude? Yeah, you know, I'm not like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. All I right. just want everyone to be happy. Jake, mm-hmm. we got anything else? I think the last question was, and this is kind of the end, anyways. Like, are cut days brutal in spring training? Or by the by the time they come, like you said, everything's you can kind of read the tea leaves and everything's been decided. What's the most brutal cut day you've seen? A guy that just cried like a baby. <laughs> name him. Name him. Uh, name him. Yeah. <laughs> just be cool about it. I will give you. I don't want to give a bad one. I want to give you cool, happy okay. cut day stories. Okay. You like that? So you, when you go into spring training, there are times. Hold on one second. I have an intruder in here. I don't know if you guys can hear this. He's I heard, hey, I heard a little rattling. Hey, can you Teddy? Uh, can you go close that door for me, buddy, and stop rifling through my stuff? <laughs> All right, <laughs> he's the best. Um, so good, good story. These are fun stories. That's what we want, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, you go into spring training. You know you're going to get cut eventually. You're like my first couple years. You're just there. It's a token invite. It's great. In Fort Myers. Uh, you know, around the cut time, it was always spring break. So you get these spring breakers down on Fort Myers Beach, and we knew. We all would just hope that we'd get cut on the same day. And usually you would, you know, like your boys. And you knew, like, they would tell you, they'd call you in the office at 8.30 in the morning, and they'd be like, hey, like, we're sending you down. Like, great job. You really showed us a lot. We're looking forward to you, you know, being on the team this year at some point. And you just like, okay, sweet. Da, 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 da. And as soon as you got out that door, you knew you didn't have to like do anything that day. It was like, boom, straight to the Lonnie Kai, which is a bar in mm. Fort Myers Beach. Shout out. Um, and it was just like you went and got to be a college spring dra- spring breaker for a day. And it was it, that was there was probably like three years I think that happened for me. And it was like each time it's like we just knew we already knew that it was coming. So it's the, um, it's a great day. It's like uh, you're hoping that they cut me today. Cut me today. Cut me today. I'm trying to get down to Lonnie Kai. There's a booty shaking contest at four. You know, I gotta I gotta check it out. <laughs> <laughs> that's that the good, that's, that's the real stories. That is a good spin. All right, Jake, yeah. you got anything else? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I had this this turned into us interrogating Trev a little bit, but again, I mean that's uh, I, I think this was this was a little bit of baseball porn. Spring training has this. Yes, it's coming. It, like, yeah, like it's coming and where we started at. If you're a baseball fan, spring training is everything. It's that intimate vibe. It's just it's back. Um, Everyone's so happy. Like, Everyone's yeah. happy. If it's you're mad or upset positive. at spring training, you suck as a person. That's a you thing. It's true. Uh, and I think I've made up my mind. I think I'm going to have to come out to Florida and just run yeah. around with you guys a little bit. Perfect. We'll, uh, we'll make a day out of it. I'm excited for that now. Whatever you want to do, big guy. Oh, there we go. See you guys later. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you guys.